Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. Happy weekend, just popping on real quick to give you all the details about my 12-week spring cut. And I wanted to share all the details about how I decided to go with 12 weeks, you know, where I am as far as creating a deficit, all those details. So um, on the call the other day, session two of my training, I got a bunch of questions about like how to figure this out, what to do when. Um, So I wanted to get into some of the details about what I'm planning. And of course, if you want to continue your journey with me and the other ladies who have already signed up for Fit and Fueled, um, I'm encouraging you to apply for Fit and Fueled. And I think it's going to be an amazing group. And I'm really, really excited to do this with you guys. So um, let's start at the beginning. (laughs) I have a few notes to keep me on track. You guys know how it is. There's always tangents and details and all the things that I want to tell you. Okay, so last week I did the nutrition audit with you guys. Um, I tracked my food on a piece of paper because I didn't want to be influenced by an app like MyFitnessPal or something like that because, you know, as soon as you start entering things into an app, you become much more aware of your food choices, which is the whole goal of macros as a tool. It helps you slow down and pay attention to what you are consuming and it gives you data on what you were eating. So with the training that I did, (laughs) shout out to training one, if you had registered and whatnot, watch it because you could do a nutrition audit at any point in your life. And what I was telling the ladies on the second training is that you can do a nutrition audit at any point. And I think it's really, really helpful for quote unquote, getting back on track or like giving you a reset or getting you back to basics, especially when it's like a crazy time in life and you're just not on top of your nutrition. Um, So like the holidays, the summer, maybe you were just on vacation, you always have that nutrition audit in your back pocket as a tool to get you back on track. So watch session one if you haven't watched it. See, there's the first tangent, guys. <laughs> but my whole point was I tracked my food on a piece of paper for two days in a row, and I thought it was pretty normal of how I how I eat, and that was the whole point. I wanted to get an idea of how many calories I've been consuming for the last five months or so. Um, I pretty much started my bulk in... October and I've been just really focusing on eating, you know, over maintenance, over my maintenance calories and strength training, getting enough sleep, getting enough protein, all of those things. So that has been my goal for the last however many months. Now we are in the spring. I am ready to cut as far as dieting goes. And my whole goal is to maintain as much muscle as possible, but get lean, just kind of lean out all over. I want to keep the muscle. I'm a little bit nervous about this cut because when you go into a cut, I feel like sometimes this is something that women don't realize is that when you go on to a diet or into a cut, diet and cut are interchangeable here, but into a cut, um, you're going to lose body fat. Sure. I know that's the goal, but you're also going to lose muscle. And that's of course why you see the scale go down. It's not just your body losing fat. It's sometimes muscle too. So my whole goal is keeping that muscle because when you get into your forties, it is really hard to put it on. So I'm going to do my best to maintain it. So 
so many tangents. I apologize, guys. So I did my tracking exercise. The first day I ate or I consumed 2,800 calories. And the second day I consumed 2,400 calories, which I kind of guessed maybe that's where I'd be. It was a little bit more than I had thought because I was, you know, trying to eat in a bulk. But in the last few weeks, I'm like, let's get into maintenance and let's just see what happens as far as like the body composition goes. Because the whole goal when you are in, um, in maintenance or in a cut is to eat as much as possible and still lose weight. Like you don't want to have a drastic um, calorie deficit or anything like that. Like you don't want to make this happen too fast because <laughs> one, it's miserable, like really, really under eating, being hungry all the time, being tired. Um, it can affect your sleep as far as like low blood sugar goes. Obviously you can lose muscle and whatnot. Um, and then of course, when you're doing such a drastic cut, you might lose weight really quickly, but at the same time you were lowering your metabolic rate and how much you were consuming. So when you go back to quote unquote eating normal, that's when the weight gain comes back. So my whole approach is to do this in a slow and steady way where the weight comes off slowly over the course of 12 weeks. So I'll explain why I decided on 12 weeks. So when we work with one-on-one -on -one clients, our cuts for them, when they have earned their cut, <laughs> shout out for my video about seven signs if you are ready for a diet, check that out to see if any of it resonates with you. But when our clients have earned the right to diet, um, we will put them on a cut anywhere from eight weeks to 16 weeks. Um, and we always have a start and a stop date for that because for a few reasons. So one, we don't want a moving finish line. Um, I've seen that happen in the past where people are like, I just wanna lose five more pounds. I just wanna lose two more pounds. I really wanna get to my goal weight. But then you're extending this diet forever and ever. And like, we don't want our clients, I don't wanna be on a diet forever because it is, stressful on your body, you're lowering your metabolic rate, there's a chance of losing muscle, you're gonna be hungry, it can piss off your thyroid, your hormones can get out of balance, it's just not good for overall health. I mean, think about it, you are under consuming calories, which probably means you are under consuming nutrients and minerals and things that really nourish your body. So, you know, the last thing we wanna do is have somebody on a diet for like six months or a year um, or their whole life. I mean, we definitely have women who come to us that are like, I've been on a diet my whole life. Um, so with our cuts, we have a stop and start, stop and start date. And I think having that stop and start date is also really helpful because it helps you manage your expectations because this is really important. When you go into a cut, you need to give 100% effort if you want good results. And I've said this before, it happens all the time. I see it all the time with clients where they're giving kind of like a C plus effort on tracking their food and staying in a deficit. And then they get frustrated that they're not seeing the results that they want. So you can't give a C plus effort and expect A plus results. So during a cut, you do need to be really honest with yourself as far as what you are consuming and making sure you are staying in that deficit. And it takes work. Um, you know, a day off here and there, probably not a big deal if you're looking at the whole big picture as far as eight weeks, 12 weeks, 16 weeks. But like if you're off track, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you're on track Monday through Thursday, that's only 60% of your week. So like that's a D as far as like giving you a grade. So my whole point here is like you need to be on point as much as possible just to get the results that you want. So I think having a start and start 
start and stop date really sets those expectations that you need to do these certain things for this amount of time. And I think it can be motivating to know that there's not an endless date or you're not gonna be doing this indefinitely, that you need to do these things for that set amount of time. So I think that is really helpful. Um, so the reason I decided on 12 weeks is honestly, it was in the middle. <laughs> It was kind of just like, I didn't want to do an eight week cut um, just because eight week cuts can be great. That's like almost like a mini cut. You're just getting something done um, quick, fast. You're just like getting to the point. So I think if like you had a vacation or something coming up and you're like, I just want to lose a few pounds for a vacation, you could do it quick. It's like the quick and dirty route where you're just focused on fat loss. Like you don't care what happens in those eight weeks. You just want to get to a goal. And then, you know, you get to your goal, you go on your vacation, you get married. <laughs> like whatever the goal is. And then after that, like, you know, a reverse diet is coming. You're going to get back up to your maintenance calories, yada, yada. Um, the 16 week is the longer version of it um, where yes, slow and steady fat loss is the goal. This could be for somebody that has a lot more weight to lose, or there's somebody that just doesn't like restriction. Like they don't want to have like a big deficit and be hungry all the time. Um, they really want to make sure they're maintaining their muscle. Um, there's a lot of good reasons for that, that 16 week cut. I decided on 12 because 16 weeks is a really long time. I mean, that is four months out of the year. And I just know myself and I'm like, that's too long. I just don't want to be restricted for that long. I don't want to be hungry. I don't want to lose that mus much muscle. So I decided on 12 weeks. So we'll see how 12 weeks goes. And then also with the timing, um, I think I'm going to start today, tomorrow. I'm not a big fan of the like, my diet starts on Monday. I'm like, if you want to do this, just start. Like you don't need to wait till Monday to do it. So um, I've been tracking my food. <laughs> so I guess today could be day one. Um, but with the 12 weeks, I just thought it was like a nice middle ground where, yeah, I can be consistent for three months, stay on top of it. It's not too, too long, but it's long enough that I don't have to worry about losing too much muscle, being super hungry, being cranky, um, all the things that go along with the cut because, yeah, you need to be consistent. You need to do the things that you need to do. And then also with the timing, I finish up right near my birthday. <laughs> So I thought that was like a nice way to finish it. Like, let's bring in 43, you know, a little bit leaner, looking a little bit more cut and whatnot. So I thought that was a nice way to finish it out. And then also we go on our big, you know, Oregon vacation like two weeks later. So I think like the timing is really, really good for me. And that's definitely a tip, like time your cut to a time in your life where it's gonna be a time where you can focus on it. Um, and then also a time that might line up with a vacation or the summer or something where you wanna look really good. Um, and I've, I've definitely said this before, but like you don't wanna do a cut, at least most people don't wanna do a cut during the holidays or a busy season at work um, or the summer where it's all about having fun and vacations um, or you just had a baby or your kitchen's gonna be remodeled and you don't have time to meal prep or you don't have the space to meal prep or cook at home. So there's a lot of times that like a cut might not work. So definitely look at the timing of your life and figure out when it might work. So for me, like March through June, in theory, this is a good time for me to devote to this. And I think also having the support of the Fit and Fueled ladies, like it'll be a good way to keep my motivation up and keep me on track to get results. All right, and then as far as the deficit that I'm creating, so what does this cut actually look like? So again, the goal is to eat as much as possible while still losing weight. And I'll talk about the metrics I'm gonna track in a second. Um, but with my tracking audit, I was between 
24 and 2800 calories and like I said that's kind of like normal of my eating like I didn't feel like I was eating too much I didn't feel like I was eating too little I was like this is a pretty normal day of eating so I think that is about right um, so typically we have people figure out their maintenance calories and one of the ways to earn a cut is to be at maintenance for nine months 12 months as long as you possibly can I've been at maintenance for years I haven't done a cut since 2019 so it's been a while since I've done this um, so I decided I'm gonna cut at 2200 calories which I'm sure some people are out there like you're cutting at 22 calories that's really high but I have been eating at you know excess calories for a while now um, so 2200 is actually a deficit for me um, and my plan is to eat at 2200 calories for two weeks consistently see how my body responds before cutting any more calories and my goal is just to cut slowly so 2200 2100 2000 1900 we'll see how low I go on this um, but I'm gonna wait two weeks because this is what we tell our clients the only way to know if that calorie range is quote-unquote working is to see how your body responds by consistently tracking your food because if you're tracking is like all over the place and like you miss a day you take a few days off like some days you're really high some days you're really low you're not consistent like you're not gonna know if it is working you know so my whole thing is to be as consistent as possible and you know I'm not gonna hit my numbers every single day on the dot I say this all the time about not being a robot I don't eat the exact same way every single day um, but doing my best to be within that 2200 calories you know plus or minus I don't know maybe like a hundred calories you know cuz like you don't eat the same way every single day so 21 to 2300 calories is probably gonna be where I'm falling and then of course Priorities are going to be protein because I want to make sure I am maintaining my muscle mass. I'm really nervous about this. I just feel like I've worked so hard, you know, to like build the muscle and I do, I see more muscle for sure. Like I actually have a butt now, <laughs> I got shoulder muscles. Um, I just don't wanna lose it. So I'm just really keeping an eye on that. So my goal is honestly, like if I hit 100 grams of protein a day, I, I will feel pretty successful, but I'm really gonna try to push myself up to like 120, 130, um, just making sure I'm getting enough of it in so that's gonna be really my challenge just slowly increasing that protein goal really up to like 120 130 so we'll see how that goes and then I'm probably gonna lean more towards like a high carb low fat approach um, I gave this example on the call on training two the other day that the way macros work out is that um, protein has four calories carbs have four calories per gram and then fat has nine calories per gram so like mathematically this is like kind of a way to look at it of course different things work for different people and if you pull a whole bunch of people who have lost weight different types of diets work for different people so you could talk to somebody that's like I've done keto and done high fat and I've lost all this weight or you could talk to somebody that has done low fat and more high carb and they've lost a ton of weight so it really is about that calorie deficit in a sense but for me personally I just know I can get more bang for my buck by eating carbohydrates and I really like carbohydrates they like give me energy I work out on the regular so I need them so I'm gonna be aiming for like higher carb lower fat um, definitely not a no fat situation because fat is really good for your hormones <laughs> blood sugar balance um, feeling full between meals so it's definitely not a no fat or super low fat um, but I'm just definitely gonna keep an eye on my fat and not go over it and really focus on the carbohydrates and protein so that is the goal there um, and then as far as um, progress like how I'm going to 
um, figure out if I'm making progress. So we don't, you know, we don't own a scale. I'm not a big scale person, but there is a scale at CrossFit. <laughs> so um, my goal or what, how I'm going to track this is progress photos. I need to take them. I'll probably have Mal take them for me. <laughs> tomorrow get my bathing suit on take the photos you know what I mean so progress photos I'm a big big fan of progress photos we use them with all of our clients we don't require them but we really strongly encourage our clients to take progress photos because I'm sure you've heard me say this that you know a lot of times your body composition can change and the number on the scale is not going to go down so I think seeing it visually you can see if you have bigger shoulder muscles if you're starting to get some abs like if your waist is thinning out so there's things like that in a photo that are not going to show up or not going to translate to the scale so I want to see like visually the prod progress that I'm making um, we're also big on measurements um, so like measuring you know your chest your hips your butt your legs your arms um, your waist obviously um, and when your measurements are going down it means you are losing fat but maybe losing muscle too um, but you know when you're losing uh, fat gaining muscle vice versa I mean obviously there's going to be less space that the fat and muscle um, take up so you would see maybe your measurements go down um, so that's another metric I'm going to keep track of and then every two weeks I decided that I'm going to weigh in um, just because the scale can fluctuate so much from day to day week to week even um, and I'm just not a big scale person but I do think it's a piece of data and something to consider so every two weeks I'm gonna weigh in at CrossFit and see how that goes um, and um, I think I'm gonna use my starting metrics from OPEX I did that in body scan um, so I'm gonna use that as far as the weight um, the body fat percentage and muscle mass so in June when I finish this thing I'll go back to OPEX get another scan and just see you know what the progress is and then you know I hope hopefully that amount of data will be enough as far as seeing if my cut is working and keeping me you know progressing every single week um, towards mid-June <laughs> as far as the end date goes and then finally um, my workouts so we'll talk about that and yeah your workouts might change a little bit when you're in a cut phase I am going to just stay consistent three to four times a week at CrossFit which is a mix of strength training a little bit of that like Metcon hit stuff um, lifting weights faster so I'm gonna do that um, working on getting some more walks in it's getting nicer here as far as the weather goes so planning to do some walks I'm going to be doing some strong made simple workouts with the fit and fuel ladies so they are starting that um, the second week of the program so I'll probably do a few of those and I'm really gonna focus on like lower body um, just because I want to um, work it work on the glutes <laughs> as far as getting them ready for um, beach weather and bikinis and all that so it'll definitely be a focus on the glutes and just strengthening lower body as much as possible so I think that's it I think that was all the details um, if I missed anything just leave a comment with your question more than happy to answer I am an open book here um, but I hope this was helpful to you guys as far as like getting some of the details of how I figured this out for myself like obviously this is very strategic there is a plan going into this it's not me just being like I want to lose weight and I just start you know eating less and cutting calories and you know doing more cardio like been there done that it just it doesn't work I mean, it doesn't work for me and I just know it's gonna stress out my body um, and of course jacking up your blood sugar with all of this cardio is going to make you more hungry and you're gonna have more cravings it's gonna be harder to stay in a calorie deficit um, so there's a, a lot of things that I have done in the past that haven't worked for me and 
I'm very aware of that. Um, but just wanted to like hash out all the details and what I'm planning to do. And then I was thinking about giving updates, I don't know, like maybe every two weeks just to like give you guys an idea of how it's going. Um, and then also sharing, you know, the challenges and the struggles that go along with this. I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk by any means. I do think I'm going to have to put in the work, but I think the fact that I have planned this out and I have specific expectations about like how to do things and what to expect and the timing on things, I think it'll be really, really helpful. I mean, instead of just going into this blind and just winging it, um, I really do have a plan for this and a goal. I mean, I don't have like a goal. I'm going to lose X amount of pounds. We're just going to see what happens, what happens when I get to June. Um, but you know, I'm hoping there'll be a slow and steady fat loss. Hopefully I don't lose too much bustle. Um, and yeah, I hope it's not going to be super duper restrictive because I'm just going to do a slow, slow cut as far as reducing those calories and just, you know, anytime there's a plateau, that's when I'll cut down, you know, 50, a hundred calories. We'll see. Um, but slow and steady to make sure I'm not starving and miserable and maintaining as much muscle as possible. But I do think going into this with a plan is going to be really helpful, really motivating, obviously fit and fueled. Those ladies are going to support me. Um, and of course, you know, just a shout out that if this is something you're interested in, you want to master this skill, like how to plan this out for yourself and how to plan these different phases of nutrition into your life, nutrition and fitness into your life. Um, you know, check out Fit and Fueled. It's going to be awesome. So right now, um, early enrollment is open for everybody who registered for the training. And then the official public launch is happening on Wednesday. So keep a lookout for details about that. Um, but it's just a great way to help you figure this all out on your own. So you have a very personalized approach to this so you can get the best results for you and your body. Because yeah, there's a million different diets out there. There's a million different ways to do it. But if you you are not supporting yourself, you and your lifestyle, your likes and dislikes and preferences and workouts and you know how you are living your life, food preferences and everything, you're just not going to get the best results because I feel like you're forcing certain parts of it. So not why not work with yourself and with what already works for you and just enhance it and come up with a plan. Um, because I do think a lot of times it's like the round head, round head round peg in a square hole when you're trying to like fit yourself into like an Octavia or like a Noom or something like that or paleo or keto or something like that. I just think it can be really hard for people to follow those diets in a way that gets them results. So why not make it super personal so you can ensure your success in the long run? All right, guys, that was a lot. <laughs> I hope you found this helpful and I'm yeah, excited to take this journey. And yeah, if you're interested in joining me in all of this, Fit and Fueled happens or we're kicking off April 3rd. So coming up real soon. All right guys, have a lovely Saturday and talk to you soon.